Welcome to Machine Learning. I was uh, <clears throat> looking at this uh, logistic regression and thinking about how it can be introduced into um, companies. There's two things that it does very well. Linear trend and um, probability distribution. And what I mean by probability distribution is area under the curve. So you can take the um, existing features and then also calculate uh, the probabilities and then using those probabilities uh, get the area under the curve percentage and that will tell you the degree of accuracy and those are very good in terms of later on using your model to make predictions for example you can get the logistic regression coefficients and then multiply that in a Taylor series uh, to get a, a, a probability of the likelihood of the prediction being accurate. And those are interesting possibilities. So one of the areas I keep thinking about is automation. How do you implement intelligent automation? And uh, one of the challenges for intelligent automation is that uh, you have to have a set of reasons for the automation to be accurate. In other words, um, there has to be rules that govern the automation externally. For example, if you have certain thresholds that are not allowed. Um, so if the automation was making suggestions or making act, taking actions, but for some reason those actions exceeded a certain threshold, that should indicate that the tolerance levels for those uh, automations are not acceptable and uh, trigger immediate uh, reaction from either the data engineering or um, data scientists to see why the automation went beyond the threshold. And there might be some specific uh, circumstances where that might be true. For example, if you are looking at the number of people who text while they drive where their eyes are off the road for 10 seconds or more, um, which would you rather have? A self-driving car or someone who's texting while they're driving and making corrections when they look up? This is the type of behavior, human behavior, due to uh, the prevalence of the network and its captivation for the mind that will cause people to switch to self-driving cars. So they can text and talk to their friends or uh, they can watch entertainment media, whatever their interests are, 
but the driving will be uh, done by the machine. So, but if the machine were to do something that were beyond the tolerance levels, then uh, either the central command systems would take over at the at the network at the higher level, or uh, there might be a human driver intervention remote that that kicks in and uh, those things might be like if there were a rock slide uh, maybe the self-driving car doesn't wasn't doesn't recognize rolling rocks and uh, doesn't know how to respond to the rolling rock or because that would be outside its tolerance level and its training but it would uh, be expected to adapt to that situation and find the best probable path through those rolling rocks if it were possible. And uh, uh, maybe a tolerance thing would be to go over the cliff to avoid the rolling rocks. That's not an acceptable path of escape. And uh, those are the things that could be in self-driving cars would have to be addressed is that there has to probably be some uh, limitations on what what the self-driving car is capable of doing uh, in its in its uh, decision making. However, automation is becoming more prevalent and it's going to accelerate. And you can really see that uh, human behavior is going to be the cause for the acceleration in automation. And that's because automation will statistically be safer, even though there is a probability or a likelihood of failure or inaccuracy. And that's what you see with the models is that uh, that, that's why area under the curve is so important is it's trying to calibrate its models and its predictive capability to the features it's paying attention to. But it, just like human beings, we, we pay attention to certain features and uh, if we don't have the data, we're, we're oftentimes not aware. So then we have the idea of, uh, of a hunch or an intuition which is actually probably a higher intelligence. So you have, and, and when I say higher intelligence, of course it's an intelligence. There's God and, and the Holy Ghost, and they, they, they provide us that additional awareness of things that we're not aware of. And uh, through their guidance, we, we can get uh, those good feelings of reassurance that's all, all is well. And... Uh, Likewise, we can receive warnings. But I think uh, I think about uh, my readings this morning, and I was reading about uh, the Jaredites, and uh, when they came, when they when they had a they kind of have a Samaritan king hierarchy structure where the children are trying to gain power by overthrowing their parents, and so. In this case, uh, there was a king, and he had a son. His name was Shul, and then he had another son named Akish. And Akish puts uh, Shul overthrows. I think his, his name was Omer, 
and throws him out of power and then he has another son to Kish and Kish puts him back in power and uh, and then there's a series of other sons uh, Heth he has a son named Emer in his old age and then Emer has a son named Heth and he has another son named Heth and Kam and Coriantum and it's it, there's a there's a pedigree of kings but the thing that's interesting is they have secret combinations and those secret combinations they think are invisible to everyone and for the most part people that that are a part of those secret combinations are held to their allegiance to the ruler of those combinations and so that that's what makes it a secret is the allegiance However, the Lord sees every action that they're doing. And that's why it's recorded. Because he saw every action that they were doing. And he warns them that, uh, to the Jaredites, that if they don't repent, that they will be uh, receive judgment. And he warns them and tells them that they are brought to a choice land. And I think it's interesting uh, because Jer- Brother Jared and Jared said that this was a choice land a a land uh, that was they were being led to by the hand of God and the people that were to inhabit the land of Americas would uh, obey the commands of God and so there is this intelligence that's beyond what we perceive Uh, as I was describing we don't we, we don't, we, we don't, um, we pray to God every day and we feel his presence every day, but we don't always see him face to face as one man sees another. However, that doesn't make him any less, um, real. He is real. However, we don't see him. Therefore, we, we think that it's outside of, of, what is possible and so uh, but if you were to ask a machine can you see those things that you cannot uh, perceive it would uh, say that that was outside of its ability to understand and anyway in conclusion though uh, the Lord did punish those secret combinations with judgment and with his wrath because he is a god of passions and he was he was angry that they were breaking his commandments and that they were bringing the death and destruction upon the people and so um, his anger was justified and just like we become angry when things are not fair or not just he is the same way he gets angry too and he and uh and that's not a bad thing. If he, if he were impartial to the secret combinations, then it would lead to the whole destruction of the people, which in the Jaredites' case did lead to their destruction. And uh, they were eventually destroyed uh, by war. And then the Nephites also faced the same calamity.
was interesting because they said that the land of Zarahemla was a focal, it was south of the land of the Jaredites. And at the time uh, that Omer was in reign, that there was a great famine in the area. And that famine was causing, uh, it was causing them to have serpents, poisonous serpents that were killing the people and the and the, their flocks so they were fleeing from the south to the north and it was interesting because that was also a similar pattern that seemed to happen in um, with the Nephites forcing them to abandon their original city of Zarahemla and move more northward and create another city of Zarahemla to the north and they also had poisonous serpents that were biting them so um, those are similar similar uh, events I saw this morning anyway uh, going back to the machine learning yes and you don't have the machine will not be able to be aware of data or uh, inputs perceptions that it is not trained on and so for that reason um, the logistic regression I imagine will eventually have to learn have to be modified so that it's uh, more dynamically adjusting to additional inputs so that it's, it, it's going to be like they, they have to model after the human brain where it's constantly adjusting its perceptions based on the data that it's receiving.